0: Hey guys, it's that time of week again, we're back with Mind The Back Chat. So, Gabs is looking at me quite funny because I've left him up to deciding what (laughs) what today's topic is. Don't say
1: that to people.
0: Yeah, it's your time. You know, we take it in turns and coming up with the topics and today's your time and you haven't given me any hints to what it is. What's
1: happening? Today is a Mythbusters. Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. This is four... Four? Mythbusters four?
0: four? four? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm, I'm buzzing. I haven't done a Mythbusters in ages.
1: But they're actually one of our favourites.
0: They they are, but we haven't done one since like episode 12. Yeah. So like yeah, half yeah, the yeah. podcast
1: ago now. You see? So we're going to start off with a juicy one. Now, when you fall asleep and you've seen the videos of people walking around, going crazy, da, 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 and you go, don't, don't, don't wake them up. Sleepwalkers. Yeah. Because the belief is, if you wake them up, they can go into a shock and die. Is that... That's a myth, boy. I thought they just went nuts. No, it's a myth. Like, some can go nuts. It's a myth. So, the... (laughs) Because I saw it in Step Brothers. Myth. Completely not a myth. No! (laughs) What you should do is, essentially, whatever they're trying to do give them the aid, give them a little bit of help. So let's say, for example, they clearly want to have a drink of water and they're consciously thinking about that in their sleep, guide them towards a bit of water, give them the water, and then guide them back to sleep.
0: No way. And you can
1: kind of do that. But what can happen if you do wake them up Mm. is they will just sort of wake up and go, where the hell am I? And they will just be a bit sort of completely confused. So where did the myth of
0: waking them up and scaring them come from then?
1: Uh, potentially off of The Simpsons. Okay. Where or even ju- just in TV alone. I think I think quite often there is a huge sort of you watch it on TV where uh, someone's sleepwalking you wake them up and they go ah! And then they just collapse on the floor. Like comedic effect kind of Exactly. Just get a heart attack off of it. Not really. You won't get a heart attack off of waking someone up. Yeah. Um, I think sleepwalking itself is nuts.
0: Mm. When you actually deep it. And the things that people sort of do is hilarious. That people actually put... Are you a sleepwalker? Well, I wouldn't know. I live on my own.
1: Oh. Well, well, you lived with me and I I, I haven't heard anything yet.
0: True, true. So. And uh, yeah. I don't, and in past relationships, no one's ever told me I get up and walk around. So mm, I'm mm-hmm. going to take that as a, co- uh, a solid no. Yeah. I, I've done it before. I remember an episode in SpongeBob where he goes sleepwalking and he basically walks through the whole town.
1: Oh, yeah. Have you heard about that guy who drove a couple hundred miles? What?
0: In his sleep. A couple hundred miles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. way is yeah. it a couple hundred miles. Yeah. yeah. So you're, so. that's basically from like Southampton all the way up to like, where are we talking? Newcastle? Not even there, but Liverpool maybe?
1: Well, I mean, um, I'm trying to find the here. So just, just, he was a Canadian guy in 1987, 23-year-old. Um, and he drove across town. Oh, he, while sleepwalking. And uh, he committed is it, murder.
0: Is it classified sleepwalking if you're driving, or is it sleep driving? Don't know. But I he mean, drove. We'll leave that one to the scientists to figure out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to finish this because it's a to, bit, to it's a fair, bit crazy.
0: How I don't believe that could be true. To sleep drive. Because your eyes will be shut. No, not However, only that. the roads in Canada are massively straight and like there's nothing for miles sometimes. But
1: dude, he drove and then committed murder of his mother and father-in-law
0: in and his he, sleep. And he, But okay, now I need to deep it. Did he say he was asleep or sleepwalking as he did it? Yeah, yeah 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 okay so no <laughs> I, don't, I don't buy it you so just wake up and go oh no i've ended up halfway across well, no, exactly halfway across the country and in, in that aspect but you woke up and just go oh no my parents are dead oh mm-hmm. how did that happen no, i must have been asleep
1: well a lot of people are sort of saying i wonder how they proved he wasn't lying and just wanted to kill them like one yeah, 100 i'm sorry
0: Yeah. I do you know how many turns there are in rage traffic lights other cars no way
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah and that's a lot of a lot of gas. It's a lot of gas. Burn through a lot of gas.
1: No, number two. Number two. So DOS. You know, you've watched um, Grey's Shams- Anatomy. Uh no, I haven't. You've watched Doctor? Nope. Oh my god. Where have you been all your life? I've been
0: watching uh things like Below Deck, uh My uh my Hawaii Five O, uh My Family <laughs>
1: <laughs> carrying this show symptoms <laughs> um mandalorian check and out. quite a common thing is yeah. that they're on the surgery table and you go beep flat lines it's a um, asystole that's flat lining all right because of systolic diastolic then there's asystole
0: so the heart's just not beating anymore personally. pretty much
1: and very commonly in these kind of programs, what they'll do is they'll grab a defib and just go,
0: "Okay, three, two, one, boom." Go to town on it. That's a myth. You should not do that. Really? You should. So you not don't do that. try and resuscitate the person then.
1: Resuscitation is different to defib. Mm. Okay. So you should resuscitate. You should okay. go through CPR because. But doesn't it, that involve a defibrillator sometimes? Only if there's a beat that's really slowing down uh, okay. or there is some sort of arrhythmia occurring. So okay. a, a irregular beating. But if it's <laughs> An complete... An irregular beating, like just a bunch of people... regular beats. Okay. I, I, if there is absolute flatline, you need to do a dose of adrenaline and you need to go, go with CPR for a long period of time. A long period of time, yeah. Because yeah. you have to think of it this way. Um, when you're trying to do um, defib, you're essentially trying to make irregular heartbeats yeah. more regular. Yeah. And that requires an electric shock. Yeah. However, that's not going to occur with uh acest- ac- Yeah. Because there is no connection between the brain and the heart that yeah. it's telling it to beat. Yeah. So uh, an electric shock is not going to work anyways.
0: reminds me of that JLS song. And my heart won't
1: beat, again. Again. beat um, again, it's killing me. Literally. Yeah. Um, so with asystole, what you want to do is essentially start to recreate the heartbeat so that it starts to bring signal up to the brain in order to try and influence to start contracting on its own. So by having the constant pushing or CPR, that gives the contractile effect or stimulation of it. And then potentially, if you need to do mouth to mouth breathing, what you're doing is. George's dancing, which is just I've making got this me JLS laugh. I'm anyway. stuck,
0: oh stuck in my, my head. I be it again. Yeah. Listen. Listen. I'm listening. I'm listening.
1: Um, oh, you may... And then, if you need to do mouth to mouth breathing, which commonly known now, you don't need to. Yes. But if you want to, it's there especially with COVID um what it does is you're increasing the amount of carbon dioxide um concentration within the body itself and yeah. the blood which can stimulate for the lungs to expand
0: and contract
1: contract oh wow okay and then overly stimulate the heart as well to uh,
0: start pumping again nice interesting right i've had a couple of conversations and about patients asking about cpr after i've done like first aid courses and i they always seem surprised when I have to tell them, like, um, you know, if you've given CPR, chance are you've broken a lot of the ribs or dislocated a lot of the ribs from the stem because you have to in order to get through. You have to put a lot of pressure on the area to get through. Mm-hmm. And they're was like, oh my God, I never I never knew that. I never realized that would happen. Mm. And I was like, well, yeah, it's it's what you do to save somebody's life. And people, are, I've had people go like, oh, if that's the case, I don't wanna, I don't want that. Yeah. And I was like, so you'd rather die?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was walking through Borough Market once and I I saw CPR being given and the amount of force you mm. need is
0: insane. Because you have to push about five inches down into, into the Into the cavity. And like, if you know your rib cage, it's just a solid structure. Yeah, you've yeah. got a bit of cartilage, but I've dislocated about seven <laughs> or eight ribs in my sternum. Jeez. If you look at my rib cage, my right side's flatter than my left. Yeah um and that was because i just had somebody fall directly onto my sternum and like when that happened i couldn't breathe and i couldn't like move comfortably i got costochondritis from it obviously and that lasted for me about 6 months yeah. but it happened at a point where i couldn't practice certain techniques either so i couldn't do like uh a thoracic manipulation because it would be putting pressure on my chest mm-hmm. um so it's going to be painful after pain in the chest cpr oh.
1: Um, yeah. And I mean, the amount of force is, is really, really something mm. quite crazy. Yeah. But has to be done if you want to survive, because once you flatline, there's only so little of a chance of you coming back. And they so, say
0: like, to do it, you've got to do it to a certain beat as well. And that beat is, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. Staying, staying alive, staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> I can't do it. I don't... Yeah. And then. <laughs>
1: Obviously, like, that, that's going to be me. I'd be there giving CPR and just going, mm-hmm
0: then can we fix up some grime
1: (laughs) (laughs) put some cano on yeah
0: (laughs) just put some really dirty beats on for me yeah Um, okay
1: awesome next one next myth so um we've got five senses right at least that's what a lot of people believe what are those five senses you've got taste yeah hearing yeah smell yeah vision yeah and touch Ah, touch
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew. I knew cuz it's always got to that last one. I was like thinking like, I was going through it like which one has he said yeah. Luckily, he answered that one. So I, was like, I know that one. Yeah.
1: Um but in, in certain cultures and uh religions, you believe that there is the, the third eye, let's say, the mind's eye. Exactly. The mind's eye. So really, you can almost start to think there is more than just five senses. How do you
0: feel about that? Um I I can't necessarily say it's true. Mm. Okay, go on. I mean, I, I, well, in a sense, I don't understand what it is. Mm. You can't say you've got a mind's eye. There's physically, biologically no mind's eye. There's no eye in your mind. You've got a thought process in your mind. That's breaking down everything. And that's probably your rationing or reasoning yeah. behind things. But I wouldn't say you've got a third eye. What is this like a myth? You have got a third eye?
1: No, it, it, no, but but it's it's part of... The mind's eye. It's the mind's yeah, eye. It, it's part of how we're interconnected with everything around us, right? right? So to give an example, do you know you can sense when someone is staring at you?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's weird. That is weird. I know you know that as well because whenever we walk down a street in London and uh, somebody stares at you, you're always like, why are they staring at me?
1: Yeah, and I'll turn around and go... Look, like, I didn't know that guy was staring at me, but I know he was staring at me just, just because... Hot property, I'm, man. I'm,
0: you're hot property.
1: Whew, what can I say? <laughs> I just got the moves. So it's, cause, so it's also because you're walking down the street really weird. Like, <laughs> what? What's he doing? <laughs> what, what, what is he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've also got... Think of it this way, because touch can be broken down into other components. So it's not just touch. It's vibration sense. It's heat. It's mm. cold. It's the temperature It's pressure. Yeah. So lots of different senses just underneath that one.
0: And taste. You've got salt, you've got sweet, you've got
1: sour. You've got umami. Cover all 5,000 taste buds. <laughs> uh, or even vestibular <laughs> system. Okay. So you're looking at things like balance and yeah. you're thinking about proprioception.
0: Coordination.
1: Exactly. Mm. That is a sense which is not exactly covered within the initial beliefs so that where, we only so have five senses. So, what sense
0: does fashion come under? <sighs> You see, that's innate. That's got to be sight.
1: Experience. Mm. I don't think
0: everyone's born with fashion sense. No. You got to be Just, like in it I, to win I, it. I remember I went on a holiday once and a shout out to my brother, Jack. Uh, great artist did the logo. Um, once when we were younger, we went on holiday to America and like me and my brother had the worst dress sense ever. And uh, me and my dad, convinced my brother there was such a thing as the fashion police Mm. (laughs) like we were young we were young and we convinced my brother there was fashion police and that they were going to come and get him because he's dressed so poorly yeah and he was genuinely worried about the fashion police coming to get him i feel bad about it but i can trust you his fashion's gone up levels since he needed the fear the fear of fashion
1: (laughs) interesting interesting go on right Next one, are you ready for this? This is probably a very controversial one, but how do you feel about detoxes?
0: Elaborate, there's lots of different kind of detoxing.
1: So you, you find a product in store and they'll say it has a detox effect. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's actually true? Do they actually flush toxins out of your body?
0: No. Because if you're not flushing toxins out your body anyway, you're not a functioning human being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Genuinely, that's what your kidneys do. Kidneys exactly. Liver. So there's a way of sharpening up your diet mm-hmm. and eating healthier so you're getting better nutrients. So maybe removing some of the other rubbish that you can find in other products. Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily say that. Like people who take multivitamins, you t- tend to urinate most of those out anyway because your body already may have enough of them or depending on what you've been eating it gets flushed out anyway
1: but i think i think it doesn't take away the fact that it would still be good for you to supplement it because you're probably but there's still
0: a a level that your body can only handle so there's still you're still going to get rid of a lot of it Mm, mm, depending mm. especially if you've got a balanced diet you don't need to take the multivitamin tablets Mm. anyway unless you're vegetarian or vegan you definitely need to because you're not getting certain nutrients from animal products Is a huge one, huge one. one. There there is
1: such a huge increase in pernicious anemia within the vegan community because they're not taking their vitamin B12 supplementations or they're not eating the specific foods that have it It,
0: that are vegan. Interesting fact, as well, like when when products say it's got vitamin B12 in it, tends to people go, Oh, that's good. No, you can put vitamin B12, but if it's inactive vitamin B12, you're not getting the benefit from it. yeah, Yeah, so like there's a difference. Active and inactive. If you have inactive, it's not going to do anything necessarily, but it's still going to show your levels are higher in your bloodstream. Um whereas if you get active, which usually comes from the form of injection, mm. uh, you're actually gonna feel the benefits of having vitamin B12. Yeah. You normally get vitamin B12 through red meat products. And again, even nowadays, even if you are a meat eater, mm. you're probably still not getting as much as you would have done about 50 years ago because the farm land and the grass isn't as rich in vitamin b12 as it used to be so cows or whatever red meat animal you're eating from or who grazes the land isn't getting as much vitamin b12 initially so mm. that's a kind of myth as well is yeah. taking vitamin b12 going to so it depends what vitamin b12 you're taking
1: and also there's the vitamin d because yeah. people who take supplementations of vitamin d if you don't have appropriate so, amount oh, of right. yeah. calcium you're not going to absorb vitamin d at all
0: But also, that's it as well. We live in a country like England, you're struggling to get vitamin D anyway. And Mm. it's so, so I take a vitamin D tablet every day. Yeah. I take certain vitamins. Do you take it with calcium? I do take it with calcium and (laughs) zinc.
1: Good, nice. Because um, in order for your body to absorb vitamin D, it actually requires calcium to be present Mm. or around it in order to be absorbed. Yeah. Very much like liposomal solutions with vitamin C, you need some form of fatty acid involved within the solution itself for it to be increased absorption so
0: where does that leave us with detox Is it just a fancy word to get people to buy it then
1: pretty much because there is no way for you to actually um the reason why they're quite vague Mm. they say it detoxes what yeah what does it detox because there is no way for us to measure before or after yeah so
0: they're very vague with what it detoxes in order to make it unprovable everybody loves buying into these fads though and there's so many different mm. diets out there you just gotta find one that works for you really pretty That's much the truth. you gotta try a lot before you get the right one um a lot of times if you just break it back down to bet you know brass tacks it's pretty much just what you innately were born to do yeah eat fruit and veg and meat and so genuinely ge- that is as true as it gets you know we're, exactly we're um what is it um not is it no hunter killers was it omnivores no, no 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 so hunter gatherer hunter gatherer so you're there to gather the fruit and veg and mm-hmm. hunt to eat meat we yeah. develop teeth for breaking down meat our body's made to break down meat mm. so we get, and we funnily enough, get all our nutrients and everything we need from those sources. But yeah. nowadays we seem to try and veer away from that or find an alternative to do that. Mm. I understand why I totally yeah. sympathize with vegetarians and vegans, but at mm. the same time, it's like, then you've got to make sure you're taking the right steps to- look looking after re- yourself. Replace the vitamins, those vital vitamins yeah. that yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. to miss out on due to doing that. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so overall, detox, don't buy into the hype. Um, just the best thing you can do, have a healthy, balanced diet, drink plenty of water and make sure you're getting the right vitamins in.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's, that's pretty much there. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a question for you. Now, how would we sort of understand, because we, we've spoken about um, myocardial infarctions before, so yeah. or... Heart attack. Yeah. Commonly known as heart attack. Um, how would you kind of test for that? So how would we know, for example, what's the difference between uh, an individual who's just having uh, indigestion or heartburn mm. and someone who's actually got a full-blown heart
0: attack? Well, as we've discussed in the past, it's difficult to tell from symptoms because symptoms can vary so much. Like most people go, oh, I'm not getting left arm pain, so it can't be a heart attack. Not true. Mm. A lot of women present with heart attacks without left arm pain. Um, jaw pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very kindly. So preferably the best way to kind of have a go. It is get checked and have a listen to the heart first of all. Yeah. See for any non-rhythm, uh, um, non-rhythmic beats, mm-hmm. basically, uh, arrhythmia. Um, yeah. And also, like you can check blood pressure. Mm-hmm. You can also get an ECG done, so yeah. echocardiogram. Yeah. Check, to see what condition the heart's in. Um, yeah.
1: So quite interestingly, um, one of the biggest ways to really differentiate between the two is. The reason why they do a blood test and they do an ECG and everything can be completely and utterly clear.
0: By the way, which I've all had over overnight an ANE. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: It's the blood test because they check for troponin. Troponin. So troponin is a enzyme that is released by the heart muscles. Mm. Which indicate damage has occurred. Okay. So, in order for us to really understand, does this individual just have a um, indigestion, heartburn? Yeah. Is if there's presence of troponin inside the blood?
0: Have you ever thought to yourself, why does the heart suck?
1: Oh, no! I, I love my heart. You know why? Because. It's there beating no matter
0: what. Yeah, but as soon as a little bit of damage happens, you can never recover from that damage that's happened to those fibres. As soon as a heart muscle gets an area of damage or a part of the heart dies, it cuts that area off, blood supply, nerve supply, it's gone. So that's why people have heart attacks when they've had loads of little bit of damage done to their heart. Yeah. And then obviously then you have a whole few areas and then they shut down and then that's when the whole system becomes a bit janky. Damn. So in a way it's a fantastic structure for keeping us alive it's an incredible machine Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's got its faults
1: but you know what in my opinion as far as something that just consistently works no matter what yeah um, aside from the brain i think the heart is fantastic you got heart kid yeah, 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 for no, sure. And don't
0: get me wrong. No, but I'm just saying in that aspect, it does suck because like your liver can regenerate. You injure another any other muscle in your body, it will heal and recover. Mm. But if you injure the one muscle you need to keep al- keep you alive, yeah, it has a struggle doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting. And if
0: then you suddenly and your heart goes off rhythm, it can be very... It finds it very hard to catch that rhythm back again.
1: Which is why you need And a a lot of stuff goes...
0: But a lot of stuff goes undiagnosed as well with hearts that you don't pick up recently. Like a lot of people don't know they have an arrhythmic beat Mm. um, until it's too late sometimes.
1: Well, I've got three heartbeats.
0: You got three? Yeah. I've got a bit of an arrhythmic beat, to be honest. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Whenever I get my heart sort of checked, they'll sort of go... Oh, that 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 second beat looks very long. And the, then they, they break it down and go, Oh, it's actually two beats that sound like one. And it's like the the the
0: And they go, Interesting. I think we should get that checked. I've had it checked so many times I'm fine. Yeah, I've had mine check quite I had mine checked quite recently actually. But a lot of times that's due to stress as well. Mm, mm, we're stressed little boys. Yeah, stressful boys. I'm gonna
1: leave it like that for today. Yeah, I hope you've enjoyed the episode of Mythbusters. Myth- We've had a Buster. couple of, um, you know, interesting ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> Have a best day. Have the bestest of days. Indeed. And ciao for now.
0: Ciao for now.